Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any idea who they are? There was a rumor going around Hilltop that some renegade saviors had taken up around here. Jed's group, I heard. No, it wasn't them. Saviors don't write letters. If Jed's group was out there, something must have happened to them. For these highwaymen to move in on their territory. Um, your majesties, the peeps we invited are counting on us to keep the road safe. We have to do something. What say you, my queen? Jerry's right. Spare could be our last chance. Gather every fighter we can spare. Welcome to Fear Me. Fear Me. You just see me. Hi, this is Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 140. Wow. I'll tell you what, we're cranking it up. Why are you laughing? <laughs> we're just excited to have you back, finally. Good <laughs> God, we needed you last week. Yeah. That yeah. was, as our listeners probably thought, that was painful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was coughing up a lung, so there wasn't a whole lot I could do about it. But it's fitting because this episode was a lot better, so we got a lot more to talk about. So I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better and you're able to join us, Scott. I am feeling much better. Good. Much better. The uh, the drugs were good and it helped a lot. Yeah, that's good. You still yeah, on so, them? Uh, no, no, oh. I'm good to go now. Damn. So how are you guys? Uh, good, very good. Now your studio's a little stinky tonight, right? <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some, smells, uh, oh, you guys. Smells like a like, uh, like a bunch tank of <laughs> that's not not working well with you. Smells like a bunch of whisperer masks drying off in here. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> What they go through for this podcast, folks. I know. Let we are all you. in. All in. No, the the turtle tank is They're a not, bit on the stinky side tonight. Is it temperature change? Or is, I mean, I are they not, not feeling very well? Or? No. Okay. <laughs> no. You've heard us oh. mention turtles moving in the background here. Yes. Um, no. Well. Now you have stinky turtles moving in the background. They are in our studio, and they are can be a little loud sometimes, but... They're not right as now, stinky they're just, as Stuart says. They're, no, they're really bad. It's bad. It's like <laughs> something something Daryl would be excited about eating. <laughs> or Enid. It's or still Enid. good on the yes. inside. Yes. Maybe we get Enid on the show. She might. Well, actually, that would be no, bad. No, she would eat my turtles. Yes, she would. Maybe it's a lot like She wouldn't even cook them. The she would just rip them apart. Other than that, everything is going quite well. Good. Good. Yeah. Everybody's, so. everybody's doing okay. Kids doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's good. Back on schedule, you know, we got our crazy time change going on, but uh, kids were upset about it, but, you know, they're they're dealing with it. Everything's fine. And thankfully, I have a beer to talk about now. 
What this one is thinking? this one I came across today. I hadn't heard about it before. Uh, Pretoria Fields. It is a it says brewers and farmers. It's a brewery out of um, Albany, Georgia, which hmm. is a good bit south of us. Actually, near Florida. Yeah, near the uh, Florida border, and actually where Ray Charles is from. And gotcha. in fact, they have a beer called Rye Charles, but this one is called Sholey after Sholey uh, Bass. Sholey oh, um, nice. uh, Bass IPA. So it and it's actually a very very good beer, and nice. for it's coming light. from the the middle of Georgia, southern part of Georgia, I'm quite surprised. I am too, actually. It's very rural down there. Well, but you know what? Brewing can be done anywhere, so. That's where I did a bunch of my um, sea, uh, not sea turtle, but uh, gopher tortoise research for my master's. So, yeah, but they actually, they um, brew the beer and they grow everything that goes into the beer themselves. Nice, nice. So it really is farm to can. Yeah, it is. What are you drinking? I'm drinking one from uh, Cigar City down in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's called their Invasion Tropical Pale Ale, huh. and uh, I've seen that. And one. I got to say, it is delicious. It really is. I uh, I haven't had a whole lot of Cigar City, and I haven't had a whole lot of them that I like. But this one definitely. Uh, I, I really think this one hits it out of the ballpark. It is great, great. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, again, ale. another brewery that's surprisingly good. I didn't. Is that think from that Miami? Huh? Uh, cigar City, Tampa. Uh, yeah, Tampa? I was gonna yeah. say. I was gonna say Orlando, but yeah, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we had another one on the last podcast, Scott, mm-hmm. uh, called All Y'all, which oh, is so a Monday night brewing. You oh, yeah. got to have it when you get down here. It's, it's really my new good. favorite beer. Yeah, it's nice. really, really good. All right, load up. Load yeah, up. Yeah, it's super yummy. All right, today we're going to cover episode 140, The Walking Dead, season 9, episode 13, Choke Point. What did you think? Is it Choke Point or Choke Hold? Choke point. Choke holds what I'm going to do to you when you get down here. <laughs> choke point is what uh, Connie writes on her notebook because they're going up to the uh, little high rise building to try and create a choke hey, let point. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Speaking of uh, Connie's notebook, is she ever going to run out of paper? She only puts like two or three words on each piece of pa- paper, and she doesn't use the backside. Well, and she's trying to keep pen. it simple for Daryl. She's used at least two pens, I think. Yeah. This one's more of a felt-like pen, like a Sharpie. Well, you know what? That's one of her supplies. I'm sure she's stocked up on a few notebooks. I doubt right. that's a, I doubt that's a thing that's very in high demand. I'm not going to linger on it. I was just wondering. No. I'm if thinking maybe a dry erase board would be beneficial. Actually, you know what? The funny part to me was during the episode was when she's reading Daryl's lips, and then he grabs a notebook from her to write something for her. And it's right. like, she's reading your lips. Why are you writing yeah. it down? I think he was too complex of a thing for his lips to perform. But Possibly. then he had to lick it, lick the pen. Yes. That he dabbed it on his tongue. Because it's a very Daryl thing to do. He's got to lick it. it. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's He's a very, very country tact- thing tactile, to do. Tactile person. So um, what did you think of the episode, guys? I liked it, of course. Um, it was much better than last week's because we were like going, going, going. So many things happening. And I mm. love, of course, that they had all the different storylines and we didn't just linger on one thing. I think the only almost boring part was where Tara's group got stuck on the road. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a little yeah. bit silly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. All those people and you can't just pick up the damn log and move it? Yeah. Or tie the horses to it and they'll pull it out of the way? They're cutting it with hatchets. That's going to take hours. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And then Connie's little sister's like, 
I want to do something. I just need to do something. And I'm like, grab a fucking log and move it. <laughs> I just, That's doing something. Yeah. I, I had a problem, you know, in general, I had a problem with Tara's character in this episode, period. Uh, she had a couple of dumb reactions. I mean, that road thing. And, and also when she gets to the kingdom and, and Daryl and company aren't there. And she's like shocked. And I mean, she sent them off out there. All separate that she knows that they're on dangerous missions and she's shocked that they're not there. I'm like, really? So anyway, but outside of Tara, what else did you think about the episode? I I actually I did enjoy the episode. And we watched it twice. And it was yeah, it was good. It was a lot I think it was a lot better than the week before. I actually enjoyed primarily seeing what was happening with Henry uh and what happened to, to his escape. And even some of the cheesier points that happened during the episode, I thought were were fun, like the stuff with uh, Jerry, and uh, even some of the comments from Carol when she was like mentioned about the movie. Yeah. So, what what did you think about the the episode and all? Uh, I agree with you. I mean, some of the uh, the funny aspects of it were really good. The fight scenes were fantastic. Yeah, I thought you that liked was them? definitely. Yeah. Good, because you oh. didn't like them, did you? I didn't like the fact that they, they both had huge knives and yet no one made any contact with a knife. I thought that was a little ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, Stu, it probably looked a little bit more like real knife fighting, you know, instead of the shit we're used to seeing on TV. Because I can imagine people are not real robust to stab a head when they, even when they're holding a knife. Well, and Beta's knives are just ridiculously large. Like yeah. there's no, I mean, they're all there's Bowie knives. Well, th- well, listen, listen, the part, Stu, the one that bothered me more than anything is that every time Daryl killed somebody, he left the weapon he was using behind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I agree with <laughs> the that. The big I axe, totally... we were talking about that too. Yes, yeah. That even was... the big knife when he cut the guy's throat, he yes. left the knife in his throat. And I was kind of like, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? It's, it's everything's one use only for Daryl, I guess. Yeah, it must be. He's, he's, uh, maybe it's his rule, but, um, even but in still... the apocalypse, we can't get people to recycle. But still, I thought it was a <laughs> nice. I, I still think that um, uh, the fight was good. I loved, believe it or not, I loved Daryl's reaction to the fight. Daryl wasn't all badass. He got yeah. scared a couple of times yeah. and was, you know, <laughs> yeah. trying to get away from him and so forth. And uh, and I thought that was like a really human reaction. Well, when you see the contrast between the two guys' size, it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have and they didn't have Daryl kicking his ass, which I thought was great. He was actually kicking Daryl's ass most of the time. Daryl yeah. just I mean, happened to catch him by surprise. It wouldn't have really been believable if it had been Daryl right. kicking his ass. Ryan Hurst is huge. I know. He's 6'5". He he's a big human being. Mm-hmm. So so I that's why I kind of liked the fight scenes. I thought that, that it was very realistic as far as how, you know, the, the, the two guys are reacting. I, like you said, I mean, some of the stuff was silly. Don't get me wrong. I'm not kidding. You know, I'm not going to ignore that. Uh, but still, I thought it was pretty good, and I thought um, what's her name's fighting was really good too. Uh, Connie. 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 Yeah, I thought yeah. the stuff Connie was doing and all was really well done. Yeah. That scene where the guy comes through the door behind her—that was awesome. And he throws the knife, and she yeah. ducks out of the way. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, I think yeah, them just playing off each other, I think, actually worked really well. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. they were really well together. Uh, um, I guess maybe they might be a couple at some point. I was getting ready to ask you. People on the internet are saying, 
We're going to ship them to. Well, it's I like, don't think so. That's all these people care about, isn't it? I know. Can't they just be friends, fighting buddies, cohorts? It, well, anyways, even for all the annoyances that Daryl had to deal with with her on point, on certain points, because he's always in charge. And yet, right. like when they were out in the woods, she's like, no, we're going this way. Right. He's like, no, we're going this way. And then everybody mm-hmm. follows her and he's like, damn it. Even the yeah. dog goes the other way, and he's like, dog. <laughs> know, that exactly. was a cute scene. That was a cute scene. But I also question... liked... Oh, but one thing I wanted to say about that, though, that I liked also yeah. is when um, Tara and... Uh, or one of the other from Connie's group were talking about... The, oh, th- she was worried about Connie, uh, the other girl. And, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and she was... And Tara was like, don't worry. Don't worry. He's out there with Daryl. And then the other girl walks up, and he goes, no, Daryl's lucky because he's out there with Connie. I thought it was funny that when they're in the woods and Connie points them in a different direction, how did she know, how does anybody know where they're at or where other things are at in relation to them? I'm, I'll be interested to find out what kind of, how she's, I think she's, a, she's supposed to be a really good tracker. Now, mm-hmm. what, what we have to find out is how that came about. Mm-hmm. What's the background story there that made her such a good tracker? We know why Daryl's a good tracker. He was a hunter. Well, yeah, but she has she has to use her other senses. I would think that that would just be kind of a natural effect of having to be more aware of the little things. Not, since you're since you can't hear, you're more focused on like a branch that's broken. Well, something passed by here. What what could that have been? You know, like the little things. Well, yes. you definitely. Have, I mean, you definitely have to be paying attention to a a lot more about what direction you're coming from and going to and all that kind of stuff too, mm-hmm. though. Um, and and even with them, just naturally in this environment now, and and at nighttime, I'm sure their their senses are a good bit heightened as to where they're going, coming from. Which is why Daryl is so kind of pissed off about like, no, we should be going this way, right? Yeah, but, because he he thinks he has a good sense of where they need to be going at that point. But the other side of it is that Daryl might have been correct at that point, but Connie knew that she was trying to lead them to a place that they had been to before with a stash. Because she uh, had a right, stash right, right, at that right. building, yeah. so right. she knew she knew where to take them to try and get them. And she had an idea about if we get them up in the building, mm-hmm. the walkers aren't going to be going up in the building. So that's, that's something true. that Daryl didn't really know was going on at that point. Yeah, and I I like the fact that Daryl really started appreciating her strategy, her uh, analyzing of the situation. Well, well, it's yeah, it's almost with a bit of surprise because like, oh, mm-hmm. that is good. Yeah, yeah this exactly. this will work. Well, <laughs> but you saw him at one point; he was. He was agreeing to what she was saying or like that. And he even kind of punched her on the shoulder, you know, like, yeah, thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, th- that's the irony of the whole thing is that you've got this big burly guy in Daryl who is a seasoned tracker who's been living out in the woods by himself for God knows how long. Living in a van down by the river. With living a doll. in a van hmm. down by the river. And then you've got this meek little girl, supposedly, woman. She's not meek. Well, she's she's small compared to him, <laughs> and she's, she has she's disabled, and she's not the type of person that you would so Kim, think would survive saying, in a world like so that. So, Kim, are you saying disabled people are meek? I don't understand. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you got caught. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. She's she's what you would think someone that would would not have these abilities. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. surprising oh, that she does have these abilities. Oh, no, the, Kim, over Kim, his Kim, abilities. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, she's quiet. 
I mean, she's yeah. quiet. You don't know what her potential is because most of the time she's very quiet. And because, like you said, with her disability, mm-hmm. she can't express herself. And the much. other side of it is that yeah, I don't think you've ever really had many people challenge Daryl on some of his decisions on some of these things as well. And so for her to challenge and then he to, him to find out, oh, well, she's actually right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's you know it's actually working mm-hmm. out that she's she's correct on most of this. Yeah. Stuff. It's fun. It's fun to watch that relationship evolve. Yeah. And uh, and I look forward to seeing more of it. I but I good. well I even they're even used. No, no, no. But they're even using the dog <laughs> to mm-hmm. to kind of bolster that too. To kind of bring uh, <laughs> to take Daryl down a couple notches. Yeah. Right. Like in the episode before when he broke the arrow. And he's like, bad dog. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was and on this one, the dog doesn't listen to him. He listens right. to Connie. And he's uh, like, dog. damn it. <laughs> Everybody's dog. supposed to listen to Daryl. And, and, you know, Daryl's word is supposed to be the letter mm-hmm. of the law. You know, everybody's supposed to follow what he's doing. And Yeah, if you're Connie's... running through the woods, there's nobody you want to be following more than yeah. Daryl, right? Yeah, right. Well, guess so, what? Connie, you want to be following. So Anyways. I like that. Yeah, it's working out well. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'm, I'm really happy that the writers... Threw that in there. Mm-hmm. But, oh my God, can Henry be any more silly? He's an idiot. He's I mean, an idiot. come on. This is a kid that grew up after the apocalypse, for God's sakes. And he is, he is as starstruck and un- unbelievably uh, weak for a character. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's, got, he's courageous in that he'll fight. But the fact that he's so innocent in the head is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's because his parents helicoptered him the whole time. I I, I can't believe that. I I, I, I can't, do. Not in that society. Not at not <laughs> at that time. You've got to they be able to not, survive. If he if he yeah. is truly that innocent mm-hmm. and unprepared, then he should be like freaking out in a ball, crying right now after he just saw what happened to right. that woman getting her head cut off. Yeah, and not only that. I mean, you know, they've got him being this this doughy eyed teenager running around and you got little miss big gun uh michonne's daughter who's like as street smart as they come yep and and i'm just kind of like going wait a minute come on i don't think you're gonna see that wide of a range (laughs) little miss big gun i like that (laughs) agreed totally henry just needs to die is all i gotta say (laughs) well he had the opportunity during this episode and they didn't let him no i don't no, I mean, yeah, they're going to milk the uh, young love relationship as long as they possibly can, I think, on this. It was so funny when Daryl <laughs> They keep in doing on that. They keep doing the, the, the young love thing. Hell, he, he over was, and over know, Henry, every season. Henry's not as tough as his, as his brother was. No. His brother but was a little ass kicker. His, his brother would have beat you guys. the crap out of him. <laughs> After his brother died, Carol was, Carol, yeah. and especially the king. We're like, mm, nope, you're staying inside no, the kingdom. You're not on. going anywhere. You still can't be that. You can't be that unexposed to stuff. Yeah. I don't know, man. And that, know. Not only that, he was aware of other communities and so forth. He's been out and about. Yeah, but they probably still protected him. You can only protect so much, dear. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, like, right after the that whole scene when they're escaping uh, through the forest and stuff, that's when we go back to the kingdom, though, right? And that's when they announced that um, the highwaymen have come with their highwaymen. ultimatum. Boy, that was a uh, that was a um, quick run through of a mystery group. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see why. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, the old uh, the the picture of their sign on the back of the uh, street sign. You know, as we've seen in the past, 
was a, supposedly an introduction to this new secret group. Well, you know what? There wasn't much to that secret group. And I still don't know what the symbol has anything to do with the highwayman. I have no idea. It's like a brand. Um, you notice know, those guys but... were using muskets? Yeah. Yes. And, he and even, wearing yeah. Civil War costumes. He had like the Civil War shirt on and stuff. And so some sure of the other guys did too. It's, yeah. um, I think they maybe got into like a Grand old Opry like no, wardrobe no, they the, thing they or were, something. They were reenactors. <laughs> ah, okay. Is that what it's? I bet you. I bet okay. you find out. I bet you we find out they were reenactors. They are near. That's why they had um, the muskets. What is it? So Monte, Monticello, Monticello, Thomas Jefferson's. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know. That's not Civil War though. Just cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to cut out. <laughs> I'm glad Willie Nelson didn't show up though. <laughs> I think wasn't it Will? It was Willie Nelson. Who else was in the Highway Man? Oh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. I think this uh, and, uh, this uh, Tom, podcast Tom is going to last he? about twenty minutes. I don't was, know. I don't know if Tom Petty was in the Highway Man. Was he not? No, no, no. He was in the so. uh, he was in the Traveling Wilburys. Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, yeah. Yes, with Roy okay. Orbison. Yeah, Chris Chris Christopherson. I think was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, one more though, I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, they weren't that good. You're all right. <laughs> Anyways, for old school country. If they country. had Willie show up there, that would have been sweet. Well, go <laughs> they weren't as good as the Wilburys. That was a better yeah. congregation. If, if they did have any of the actual Highwaymen show up, it would have been like Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> that bad? <laughs> yeah. That I mean, when they showed up on horseback the to postman. rescue Tara in that group, I was like, "Come on!" Yeah, that that was. They took uh, it she's like, far. "Who are you? We're, We're the, the highwaymen highway coming to rescue you and yeah. escort you back to the fair." Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, they bought into they they really flipped after the movie uh, introduction. Yeah. Oh, they are desperate for a movie, aren't they? I we still don't even know what the movie is. Like, it could be Bambi, for all we know. Okay, so, I mean, they, they go back, and, and Ezekiel is saying that they're going to, you know, let's gather all our men, let's go take these guys on, see what's going on. Yeah. And Carol's saying, that we're gonna, let's go talk to them. Well, they I reevaluated really did... once they saw they had guns. That kind of made things a little different. Right. I, I really liked the scene, though, when it was a bunch mm-hmm. of mannequins in that room. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and then and they you came tell, to like... Yeah, you couldn't tell what was alive and what wasn't. I thought that was that was a great scene. That was a good right. touch. A lot of the the silhouettes were neat. Um, it's like one of the only good parts about the highwaymen. <laughs> I mean, well, I when thought she... that, I thought that that whole conversation was actually really good. I mean, I, I, too. En- I enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. It was funny, and comical. It was, it was, and 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 you know that guy, you know, when she says, you know, when's the last time you've seen a movie, and and the guy stand there with the sword in his hand, he kind of looks at her and he's like. What? Yeah, for, are you for real? <laughs> for real? <laughs> I I thought it was a good scene, but it was just uh, the whole highwayman thing was just like uh, I don't know. I don't think you really needed to introduce the highwayman. The better part of that whole scenario was the fact that Carol was able to once again and, assimilate to like yeah. what the situation is. Like she she assesses what's going on, takes in all the information, and then she. She creates a plan based on what she's seeing. She doesn't react. Well, the funny thing is that I, I feel thinks. like Carol would have been the one that went in to would would have gone in and just killed him without even thinking. Guns and now she's right. the one that's going in. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can never you can never so, pin Carol she's down. The voice of reason. Yeah. But the, the other thing, though, I have to admit, one thing that's bothered me about Carol, and it's more um, her delivery of lines sometimes gets on my nerves. It, it sounds almost like childlike. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what about this? And you're, you're you're facing down guys with guns and swords and shit like mm-hmm. that, and you're playfully talking and so forth. And I'm kind of like, it just doesn't seem like uh, the kind of reaction I would expect out of a out of her. Some of this stuff sounds almost child childish when she yeah. says it. Well, well, yeah, it's it, it seemed like um, a bad edit. Yeah. Like, you know, like the blooper that yeah, they that exactly. they just left in there or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, the other side of this is that, it, like, next episode, I think when they're watching the movie, Carol goes around and actually kills all the highwaymen. No. Yes. No. She does. It, it's kind of like a... <laughs> During intermission. It's kind of with like a... With a sharpened spoon, a shiv. Yes, yes. A yes. quote, unquote, kill them with silence. Or, uh, uh, kindness. Kindness. Jesus Christ. Kill them with silent kindness. <laughs> You're blinding me with science. <laughs> Fuck my head. It's like, what do we say? What do we try? What's the word we're trying to get out? Killing um, me with silence. Okay, let me start that over. It is a quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start what it over. I think it was the perfect just happened the way there. it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kim. So I get your point, though, that she's uh, she I gotta disarms say it, because I can't just leave it like that. <laughs> yeah, you can. It was perfect. It was a quote, unquote, kill them with... <laughs> Silence. Kindness. <laughs> silent kindness. I want to keep saying silence. That's perfectly fine. I think we move on. Quote unquote, kill them with kindness. Yay! She got it! Yay! I still wanted to say silence. I almost I had bet to you, write I it bet down. you our listeners are clapping at home. Right yeah, exactly. I'm leaving all of that in there. No, you are not. Yes, I am. Oh, I hell yeah. Any of it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was horrible. That oh, that was horrible. If you can picture like a horse bucking, that's Kim <laughs> trying to stop the laughter and get the line out. <laughs> oh fuck me uh, we're not giving you any of it nope nope you don't even away. know what the hell you're talking about where are daryl and them trying to go or where are they taking henry i mean obviously they're gonna they're gonna go to alexandria they're probably gonna go to the kingdom for the well fair. i think they're trying think to they're avoid to any the of the places I mean, they're going to go to Alexander just because he needs medical help. But I think yeah, yeah. And they're, they're thinking, yeah, they're, they're not going to go to the thinking is they no. don't want to go to any of the, of the communities because they don't want the the uh, whispers going to those communities. Ah, uh, no. okay. don't, they don't want to draw them there because of her. Right. Right. Okay. But don't get me wrong. I, I don't see where Alpha would not still screw with the hilltop. Well, I agree with you. <clears throat> there's there's no she's i, I mean which she's gonna think that uh you know henry came from the hilltops you know henry was the one who came and got him out got her out of the daughter out so right. she's still gonna be blaming the hilltop and she, she doesn't know for a fact that they're not back there right she's gonna assume it until it's proven wrong that they're right. still there so it's probably smarter for them just to go back to the hilltop and deal yeah. with it and they're gonna just go out there and stand outside the gate because they have no freaking weapons Connie, what are they gonna do connie's kind of interesting in this whole thing because she um she seems pretty happy to not go back anywhere like she's all smiles like yeah let's do that let's go off on our own she seems yeah she seems very comfortable in this situation yeah which i think is weird because 
<clears throat> she's essentially leaving her sister behind and everybody else that she knows. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Why would where she I'll, be okay with that? I don't know. Well, that's like where they, I was confused because they were, she was she was saying that um, you know they're not leaving the girl behind, but I didn't realize that they, that's what they were trying to say is that they were just going to go off on their own now. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. To protect these two. Right. Yeah, Take I mean, I think it was. I think it was this that Connie recognized Daryl's motivation for not having them go back to the communities, but I, you know, their logic doesn't ring very. Uh, logical in yeah. that uh i don't think that that stops the uh the uh whispers from going towards hilltop i mean like you said kim let's make them think that they didn't go back to hilltop right and also where are they even just where are they gonna go well that's the thing they were just gonna go find somewhere else there out what did what did uh what did henry say there's a big world out there maybe they'll find rick or they'll find our fear for the walking dead folks <gasps> yep oh my God. Did you not think of that? I did not think of that. The <laughs> only one I thought about was Rick. Which, again, the that's, I mean, if they find the Fear of the Walking Dead folks, again, there's no other communities between Fear of the Walking Dead <laughs> and our people in Virginia. Exactly. Well, not only that, I and don't yet, think that they would do keep something like up. that. Yeah, I don't think they would do something like that. Daryl's not leaving this show. I don't know. They're already, I mean, they have talked about more crossovers will be happening. Plus, there's going to be another spinoff. <gasps> they are going to have. they are the spinoff? Well, we've already get, we're going to have, what's his name? Uh, Dwight is already crossing over for mm-hmm. fear. Yep. So we got the crossover. So I don't think it's going to be this group crossing over. Uh, and like you said, I'm surprised that uh, Connie would just kind of leave her group yeah. After they fought so hard to stay together the whole time, yeah, it doesn't make I, to me. It doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't just go back and try and protect them within this in this group and take on the whispers. I mean, they've totally right. got the whispers. Like they can take their asses yeah, down. Easy. What's the problem? Easy. It's and Daryl, Daryl had a good shot on Beta when he was up in that balcony. Why didn't he kill him right there? And that's what he said. He said, well, let's take the the biggest one. Is that the best they got? Well, yeah. we'll take the big one out, out first. There you go. You take he had Beta. a shot, and then he let him go up in the building and kick his ass. Yeah, that I doesn't make it. any sense. Yeah, no. they, like, stared each other down uh-huh. when they when they're out in the yard there, and he took down, and he took down the guy that, had, that Beta let bleed out. Yeah. That was actually really cool. That the guy was bleeding out? <clears throat> no, um, that we saw him walking again with the guardians, and that they were like, "Oh, you're going to be one of the guardians," which they obviously, keep, you know, hold in high regard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But that scene with Beta when he was walking through the town, the street, mm-hmm. and he looks up at Daryl, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, "I see you, fucker. I see you." Mm-hmm. That was yeah, really I cool. It, I don't creepy. think it was kind of like that. I think it was exactly i know exactly so that that's really when daryl should have shot him with an arrow yeah he right. should have right between or at the least eyes. or at least given him the finger i mean come on daryl i mean come on norman reedus like gives the finger to everybody and he doesn't give a finger to beta what <laughs> come on <laughs> let's do this <laughs> yeah at least flip the guy off yeah come on beta we're gonna that's get a, a tattoo that's another aspect of what i like but the contrast between connie and daryl is that mm-hmm. Connie uses that little slingshot and takes out walkers, and he's got like that huge crossbow that he yeah. has to sit there and cock and everything. And she's just like, 
mm-hmm. taking out stuff with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, here's another cut. thing. Now, I know this is this is nitpicking, but Butterhead Con- Connie would have to have like a huge bag of stones with her, right? <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just don't find those on a construction floor. Maybe she used nails. No, they don't do a slingshot like that. Maybe. No, they don't do a slingshot like that. Nail. I'm sure she grabbed some gravel before she went in Nail there. Nail go anywhere. She's got her ways. You don't need much. These, I mean, walkers are made of butter. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's butter. Even the living are made of butter. Well, shit. Beta <laughs> fell down a damn uh, yeah, yeah, we elevator shaft and still walks. Well, yeah, he's made of concrete for some reason. But yeah, but he got banged up pretty bad. You there said, was yeah, there was blood. Yeah, there, there was blood on the top of the elevator. But um, we didn't get to talk to you about the uh, the woman that gets her head cut off. Oh, yes. yeah. What about it? Just uh, the taking the taking the wire and going right through her spine like that. From last episode. Um. Yeah. Maybe. I. Yeah. I mean, they. Yeah, I think they probably been smarter just leaving mm-hmm. it as cutting her throat with it, or suffocating her with it. I agree. But they were going for the gross out factor. It worked. Uh huh. It was pretty yes. awesome. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I'm still not quite finding uh, Alpha to be as scary as everybody else is. I, I think she's she's got a kind of a weird southern accent and so forth like that. But it's just not scary. Now, Beta Beta's scary. Beta is very scary. Yeah, he's lurch with an anger. But but Alpha just still doesn't do it much for me. Yeah. I, I, think, I still um, feel like I could outrun her. Alpha's kind of like a, um, like an uncomfortable homeless person. Yes. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, not 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 someone that's like homeless primarily because they can't get money or what. It's like they've decided to be just like live on the street, like the Portland. Well, so it's just I'm yes, not, exactly. Handy. Hey, but you know what? She reminds me now that I think about it. She reminds me of that chick that was on Fear of the Walking Dead, right? The one that conversed with the with the dead. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, right, the right. With the serial yes. killer. Yeah. They're they're actually a lot alike, if they you think are. about it. Because they both revered the dead, and and they both had kind of a weird, uh, kind of smiley, creepy face yes. going on. Huh. They were a lot alike, actually. <clears throat> well, when you think about it, the dead... The dead survive forever, right? Like, they are the ultimate survivors in this world. Yeah, but they don't, and... do they? They rot and fall apart and go away. And that's one of the things I brought up in the last Apparently episode. Not. That um, at some point, the dead, you're going to have a lot less dead to protect you. Because uh-huh. there's going to be a lot less people to die. And they're all going to rot away. Right. So at that point... It's I a mean, progressive thing. It's a domino effect. Yeah. Well, And it, they will rot away. That should be the case. That should be the case. That's not what we're seeing, but that should be the case. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're going to be you're going to be like hanging away. out. You're going to be the only one standing with a bunch of crawling dead people. You're like, "Come on, boss. guardians, get up." That would be boss. Yeah. It's not it's not a good business model. No. No. <laughs> it's not sustainable. But it is 6 no. years later for some reason. True. Okay. But if you're repopulating the guardians with your own people, that are getting attacked, attacked, attacked by other guardians, then that's okay. When they're like, he's okay, well, the, he's using the new English. <laughs> 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 Attacktonated. Listen, I ain't braining very well tonight. 
<laughs> okay, we're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back with our hit or miss segment. I was a highway man. Along the coach roads I did ride. With sword and pistol by my side. Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade. Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade. The bastards hung me in the spring of 25. But I am still alive. All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, we're going to head into our hit or miss segment. And you know what? I'm going to go first. No! Hey, come on. <laughs> Faked you out. Faked <laughs> you out. Um, my hit, my hit for the episode, I still think was the fight between Daryl and, and Beta. Ah, you're... Ugh, you Son of a bitch. You control freak. Absol- absolutely. I mean, that, you know, it was a great fight. I mean, it really was. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it. Part of me almost wishes that it had been done later in the series and used as a definitive ending for Beta. Because mm-hmm. it really was that kind of an epic battle between the two guys that I could see that uh, being the end of Beta. But it's way too early for Beta to be done. So... He'll be back. I love that they put it where they did because it shows how much of a badass Beta is. The fact that he got up and walked away from that. And it puts Daryl in his place right away and tells him that there's someone that's like crazier than you are. When mm-hmm. he throws him through the wall and then comes through the wall like the um, the yes. Kool-Aid guy. Like, uh- <laughs> yep, That's true. But, I but, enjoyed but the Cam- fact that he was like the Kool-Aid guy. That was pretty right. cool. But, but at the same time, they build up expectations now that they're going to have to have an even bigger battle. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to have to be a rematch. And it's the next rematch between them. Daryl gets his ass kicked. And then in the end, Daryl comes back and kills Beta. You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, for me, it's going to be harder to... It's going to be hard to beat that as far as an exciting battle. Oh, they'll beat it. Well, in the next battle, someone's probably going to have to die. But it's, I mean, it's kind of like the, the uh, Rick versus Negan stuff, you know? I mean, they kept kind of facing right. off. And that got kind of, that got really old. Yeah, at some point, something had to happen. Um, right. Unfortunately, they never killed Negan. So. No. Anyway, what, uh, Kimmy, what's your hit? So, my hit is the Which June... one? What? Which hit? <laughs> Kim's, Kim's going to really shock us tonight with having just one hit. I actually have five hits, but I'm going to choose just one. Just doing one. My hit is actually the fair and the jovialness of the fair that we saw with them unfurling the banners of each community, them um, turning the lights on with their solar panels. That Mm. was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The fact that they have a movie that they can watch. Everybody's really excited and happy to see each other. And I think it's, it's something that the communities really need after all this time apart to to come together and have fun and 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 see the light side of everything that's going on in this world right now sing a song have a pie all those good things well it's kind yeah. of like the party before the big fight yeah cuz i think there's a fight coming oh what was it and the, then, that they always had what was what? the the one thing the kingdom always had like tons of uh shoot what was it like oh food? yeah the, the the dessert 
that Jerry was always eating. Oh, the cobbler. 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 Yeah. Tons of cobbler. Yeah, because he, he That's served right. that at Walker Stalker yep. at his booth. But um, Did he really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't he, know that. He makes a mean cobbler. He, he does it after his mom's recipe. It's really good. Huh. So, a peach cobbler and blueberry, by the way. Huh. You had okay. it? I you did. It. He gave me peach cobbler at his booth. Nice. It's very nice. Jerry. <laughs> but um Yeah, I wonder if Jerry ever lets one fly and he's like, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Shut up, King. Oh, you guys have totally distracted me. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> there right. we go, and our mission is done. Yeah, that's yep. right. We're okay, distracting so you from any just, more hits. I just really like the fair. Okay. Okay. I, mine choice. is a little spin-off of your liking of the fair, and that my my hit is the big paper mache Shiva. Oh yeah, mm. that was awesome. That's very nice. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it looked ridiculous, but <laughs> oh, but it was awesome. What a great tribute! It is actually someone did a pretty damn good job on that, considering yeah. they were using just paper mache. I guess. Yeah. Just gotta watch the rain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. True that. True that. For a miss. I'm gonna roll out my mess. Okay, okay, go ahead. Bring it. Uh, my, it's it's a toughie. It's gonna to be a tie. Tara or Henry? <laughs> uh, Tara was just ridiculously stupid in this episode, and and Henry is just way too naive for uh, what's mm. going on. Yeah. So agreed. They, both characters need to uh, get their act together a little bit. Agreed. Kim, 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 what's your uh, miss? My miss has already been stated, but that is the fact that Daryl did not take out Beta on the streets when he had the perfect shot. He already took out one walker from that vantage point. He could have taken out Beta. Yeah, and he knew Beta was the biggest guy, so why did he shoot the other guy? Beta was right there. Yeah, it's like he wanted a fight. Stu, do you have a miss? The highwayman. Mm. My miss is the highwayman. And I, I think they were perfectly fine when there was a little bit of fear or questioning about them. Uh, right. The movie thing, even they could even got they could have gotten past that comment and still made them seem a little scary. But when they showed up on the highway and they're like, "We're the highwaymen," that yeah, was like right. that kind of took the cheese wah, factor wah, a bit high. Yeah. Well, for a badass group of guys to simply change their tune just because they have the opportunity to watch a movie. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a little strange. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's like, you know, that's it's kind of, you know, it appeals to the child nature of like everybody, you know. It's like, oh, you know, a movie. Yeah. You know, and then, we, seen then, the then, like you said, Kim, and then we find out the movie's like Mrs. Doubtfire. And you're like, yeah. oh my yeah. God. Really? Yeah. That's what you uh, you fought for? Was, was that what they're watching? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we but, don't know. But with all that said, I mean, when they were talking about like what kind of people the highwaymen could possibly be. They brought up Diane and 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 Carol brought up some really good points. Like they didn't threaten anybody. All they said was that they were going to turn people away. Yeah, yeah. they it never said the they positives. were going to kill anybody. And they wanted they wanted supply, supplies. That's it. And they were grammatically correct in their writing. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the funny part. I don't know if y'all caught this when Diane was like, "Oh, we think it's Jed's group out on the road." And, mm. Yeah. You know, it's a break off from the sanctuary. And, and Carol immediately is like, nope, not Jed, not him. <laughs> right. Know for a fact that it's not those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But she still hasn't revealed what she's done to them, which I, it's such badass, Carol. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it doesn't. Cookies. But it, then it kind of strikes in the face of the the kind of goofy way Carol is saying some things in these episodes, which kind of leave me like, mm, what? Well, see that that's what that's exactly my point though. Like Carol assesses the situation, feels out like who's actually a threat and who's not. Jed was definitely a threat. They were stupid. They weren't gonna uh, listen to what Carol had to say, so she took him out. I think Carol's psychotic. She is a bit psychotic. Like, we've already seen that. Oh, she's quite psychotic. We've already seen that. Yeah. But even... she's she's a high-functioning... But when she goes, <laughs> into, when she goes yeah. into the, oh, would you like to see a movie? It's kind of like a Joker thing. Yes. Yeah. In a way, Maybe. it's like, yeah. Because like because still she's assessing like what kind of people are they like if if they say if they say yes they want to see a movie. Well, well I call I mean, it she's... I call it going into her mom mode because yeah. it sounds almost like mom is saying it now. Well, it's like it. it's like Alexandria Carol where she baked cookies. Right. Yeah. You know she was she was playing a hand at that point to see if it would work. It worked. And it did work. Yes. If it didn't, so... she was going to kill all of them. Totally. Yep. Ninja yep. style. Exactly. Totally. All right. So, so many people wrote in about this episode. I think everybody was really excited about it. So people were extremely excited about it. That's yeah. awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised is. they were this excited about it. I am too, actually. <laughs> Let's see. Ryan the Lion at Hercules Handy said, uh, "The episode was fantastic. Love the fight scene. Beta will bounce back with vengeance. Beta. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Definitely. For sure. Yeah." I think Daryl may have a no shit moment coming up. <laughs> I think he had one when he was fighting him and he was like scrambling on the floor on his back and he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. He may have been yeah. like when he was hiding in that little cavity, been having mm-hmm. a no shit moment at that point. Which was yes. brilliant. <laughs> Cash Cooper at Cash Coop on Twitter said, good episode, love the suspense of the building fight with Beta and the contrast between light and dark in those scenes. Not sure he'd be getting up so soon if he'd cracked his head open like that, though. <laughs> Eugene, more likable. Michonne, less so. When's the last time you saw a movie, question mark? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, it's been like seven or eight years for these guys. That would be such a novelty. Yeah. Well, no, it was after that because they ran out of light bulbs at some point, so they were watching movies. Yeah. Well, six years, whatever. No, no, I think it's been past that. That's what I was saying. Well, I don't know. All right. They had the setup at the kingdom, though. Word. Renee Hansen at Iowa Mama of Three said, Man, what a great episode. That Beta Daryl showdown was worth the wait. Worried that D doesn't know B isn't dead. B will be coming after D or someone who he cares about with a vengeance. Worried about the fair, hoping for an Alpha Carol showdown next. Oh my God, Alpha and Carol together would be so amazing. I would love it. Well, I mean, S agrees with uh, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> S agrees with R. That's yeah. right. They may group up, those two, Carol and Alpha. They may be like, hell yeah. No way. Yeah. No. All right. They Whatever. might be friends. Mm hmm. David Valentin at DV Orlando said, uh, It was entertaining. The world feels very empty and lonely based on what we got to see as we interacted with our heroes. Uh, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I know what he's saying. He's saying that, uh, you know, 
from what we're seeing and all, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot more out there other than them. But, you know, the world is but, expanded a little bit by finding out that we had the the highwaymen. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, two groups. We have mm-hmm. whisperers who are make right. it much more lonely feeling. Yes, yes. And then, uh, yeah, the highwaymen. We, we'll see. They seem very I happy guess... when they were walking through the kingdom, though. Yeah, and the highwaymen, I guess, have never had any run-ins with the whispers. That we know of. That we know of. Which is all seems a little far-fetched. That was the other thing about the whispers that kind of drive me crazy is uh, they're not doing a whole lot of whispering. They're doing a lot more talking than whispering. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been trying to figure out how do they actually, just wearing masks, keep the walkers from killing them at this point when they're just seem to be openly talking to each other. Exactly. I mean, I'm kind of going, I got the whisper part of it, but yeah. they, they weren't whispering at all, especially Beta. Beta's like, nah, you go he's over not there. Good. Yeah, he's not good at whispering. No, he's definitely yeah. not a whisperer. He's like, pass that jerky. <laughs> he's got too deep a voice. Mm-hmm. You know what would be really funny is if he had a really high-pitched voice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go over there. <laughs> Beta. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I'm going to kick your ass, Daryl. Don't screw with me, man. <laughs> fan mom at fan mom AF of Twitter said, I loved how Carol was so chill when they were like, maybe it's Jed and the Saviors. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She also said, uh, also, Connie and Daryl, heart face. No, mm. I don't want that to happen. Why, what what is your uh, issue? No, with that? I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that she's saying that. She just loved it. She just liked the fact that no, like them interacting. I mean, they're no, cute I together. Think... I just don't want a relationship. Why? I don't know. No, that's just a love. That's a Kim, love. Kim, that's a love. Kim, like Daryl's the only one who hasn't had a relationship on the damn show. No, I understand that. I. I don't Nine know. Years in? I just feel like Daryl needs to stay pure. What is that, what is that guy? A monk? Stay pure. <laughs> For you? For me. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm kind of creeped out right yeah, now. Yeah, a little bit. Just <laughs> a little bit. I don't know what it is. I just don't, I don't see it. But anyways, okay. Joe Johnson said, I can't with Henry. Same here, dude. You get captured by a group that decapitates their own people for fun, yet you don't want to kill them because a girl gave you a kiss. Daryl should have let him bleed out. <laughs> this season as a whole has been great and it looks like the finale is setting up to be a huge massacre at the kingdom which will be all henry's fault in capital letters hashtag come on son yeah that's good i that's a good point i didn't even think about huge massacre at the fair like that is so sad because because someone's going to kill the tomatoes well, okay, sure, they'll <laughs> trample the tomatoes. But King Ezekiel has such love in his heart and peace, and both of them, Ezekiel and Carol, all they want is for peace. You don't know anything about the fair being comic book reader, right? You don't know anything about this? Because it's well, supposedly in the comics. It is, it but is? remember, yeah. I stopped reading the comics, so I wouldn't be okay, see spoiled. You. Okay, I'm glad I keep buying them for you. <laughs> I still, I haven't caught up to where they are. Okay, that's good, that's good. So I... Okay, I'll preface that. I'm reading them, but I haven't caught up to where I'm, where they're at in the show. Okay. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I've heard the fair is in there. Not going to say uh-huh. anything about it. That's what I've heard. That's what happens when you look at Twitter. 
Unfortunately, yes. people just keep blurting out things that yes. you don't want to really know yet. Yes. Like yes. that the fair is there. <laughs> Anyways, Mark LaVarnway, our good friend and music connoisseur, music writer, our, um, all things music. He's our band. We'll just call him our band. He's our, our man, ba- our band man. Yeah. He's the fear band. He said, the whispers just don't scare me. Beta is a big dum dum. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, Mark? Enough of my fancy words. I think Daryl has found his soulmate. And even though she can't speak, he does every damn thing she tells him to do. Daryl, you can be right or you can be happy. That's my secret to a happy marriage anyway. Well, you don't speak normally. I mean... What? Y- you you do what I tell you to do. Hmm? Yeah, right? I do too. Huh? What? My yeah, wife's my wife is out of town and that's why I just sat on the couch doing nothing for three hours. With no pants. I don't on. speak. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. The only you reason don't I don't speak yeah. don't talk back. There you go. It's yeah. not that I don't speak. It's that I choose my words carefully. Mm-hmm. And um As you are doing now. Yeah. I um it's lots of hesitation. Yeah, lots of that. dangerous territory you're covering. Yeah, there's that. Uh, walk away from this conversation. Good stuff. Walk away. Walk <laughs> away. Stuart. Actually, I don't really speak to it. No. Jesus. I mean, think about oh, it. Yeah. Actually, those two, those two are are together though. I mean, Jesus, they've got, you know, Daryl last year and and now Connie this year. There's like three lines between them. <laughs> so they're perfect. Well. <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, yeah. the, actually, I think the good thing is that Connie's making Daryl speak some more. Yes. Because normally yes. he would not. And, and he would of course, Daryl like, chooses to speak to the one person who can't hear him. <laughs> well, it is nice to see Daryl kind of connecting with somebody. Yeah. Yes. Other than, like, Rick, who isn't there anymore. Right, because he could just grunt at Rick, and grunt, Rick would grunt back at him. It was a hell of a conversation. It was a it was a brotherly language. Let's go get a tattoo together. And they would just uncomfortably move around a room together. Yes, like the entire time, and you're like throwing oh my shoulders. Gosh. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thro- yeah. Just kind of throwing their whole arms around, like mm-hmm. kind of. You're my brother. Yeah. Okay. Fire good. good. So, next week on The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 14, Scars. An outside arrival forces Alexandria to rehash devastating old wounds. Eye-opening secrets from the past are revealed. Ooh. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Maybe we'll finally find out what the hell happened with Michonne and the rest of the group. That sounds like it. God, I hope so. So, there's three Hmm. episodes left? Yeah. Mm. Right? right, yeah, 16 in a season. 14, 56. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then Fear Walk- Walking Dead starts. So the we'll, we'll be going to the first week in April with this, and yeah. then the, the Fear will start in the second week in April probably. Our news people will know that stuff. <laughs> I'll check with them. Yes, we'll check with our news department, see what they can <laughs> dig up for us. <laughs> They're too busy typing right now. Exactly. That's good stuff. If you would like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And we know you want to write to us. 
for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. For sure. We for we sure. would want to write to us. Yeah, I'm writing to me right now. I'm writing to <laughs> Stu. On Twitter, we're at Fear Me Podcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash Fear Me Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes. Or... You sound kind of angry when you say that, Kim. Say it nicely. <laughs> Please don't forget to leave us a uh, review. Do it. If you, if you forget, you're going to timeout. Whoa. <laughs> With the stinky not. turtles. Yep. Yeah, you do not turtles. get to listen no beer. at all. No beer for you. But yeah, so please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Doesn't matter. But thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.